Hey everyone, I'm Curtis. And I'm Shank. And you're listening to the Good Buds Podcast. Let's get dispatched. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. This is episode 7, airing Monday, September 28th, 2020, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friend and meme ambassador, Isaac, who kindly helped to sponsor our advertisements and has been an integral part in sharing our show with everybody from the beginning all around the world. A big thanks, bud, to him, and a big thanks, bud, to all of you out there listening right now for showing your support in any way you can. <laughs> We're desperate. So, Shank, how are you doing today? I'm absolutely fantastic, my friend. I was having a beautiful day today, messing around with some music, did some uh, drop C-sharp tuning, heavy chug-chug-chug stuff, and it was a blast. How about you? Uh, you know, good. I uh, had a pretty long weekend, was working a lot, so nice to be uh, nice to be out of work at least, you know, had a day off. Nice. I did go to the gas station before this, and I, I did mess up a little bit. Wait, same gas station from the one that had the fire in the bathroom nope. or a different one? Nope, different one. Other side of the okay. street. Okay, so what's up? So I went in there because I wanted to get six cans of Sprite, you know? Yeah. But I messed up and I ended up picking seven up. So anyway, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like what we're doing, check us out on Patreon. Consider donating to the show. We will be adding reward tiers in the future. We absolutely will be doing that. And uh, now let's get into the review. Good buds review, good buds. So Curtis, what are you burning today? Today, Shank, I'm going to be smoking on some Master Kush. Master Kush is an indica strain. Little origin tale here. It is a crossbreed of two different land races of Hindu Kush. So this is a pretty old strain. This is, you know, one of the OGs, if you will. This was done by the Dutch White Lab Seed Company of Amsterdam. Just to let you know how old this is, this won the 1994 High Times Cannabis Cup in the Hydro category. So not putting a full date here, but this may or may not have been older than me, but... Yeah, you know that's it. Yeah, it's, a, it's been around for a bit. As for the description, uh, the nugs on this are a nice medium-sized light green buds, uh, very light, very uh, very aerodynamic. Uh, they have this long central stem that goes all throughout it with little bulbs that you can just pick off and pry up or pry off as you need them. Uh, it has a very light crystallization coating. But by far the best quality of it is the copious amount of orange hairs over it. This is by far one of the hairiest nugs of weed I have ever seen. This is like a Chewbacca style strain. Like you put it in your bong and your weed is going as opposed to the usual sound. Like this is a very hairy nug. But nice little orange hairs covering the entire thing. Uh, as for the scent of it, it's uh. <laughs> It's got this very piney, peppery scent that is light, yet it lingers. And it turns to this herbal, earthy scent with a slight citrus tone at the end. Nice. Very nice. Nice. Uh, So, what are you going to be smoking on us today? Today I am going to be smoking a strain that I picked out specifically because the name reminds me of one of my favorite songs by my favorite band Dispatch. This strain is called The General. And it is, yeah, it's called The General. It's grown by Edison Cannabis Co. Um, It also says on the bottle Grapefruit GG. So it may be a grapefruit strain crossed with Gorilla Glue, but that's just my speculation. They're being pretty tight-lipped about it. So I don't, I couldn't find any information, but... I do know they call it the general, and it's a strong sativa, 21% THC, I believe. Um, as for the look of this nug, it's beautiful. Uh, they are fairly large nugs. They're not all small. They do have a few small ones in there, but for the most part, nice big nugs. But they're vivid green nugs with almost prison orange uh, orange hairs all over it. You know, Not quite as covered as you described yours, and you guys can see from the pictures that we will put in the Instagram that you know how these nugs look but 
Um, not as covered as you've described yours, but it is nice and covered with these prison orange uh, hairs, uh, these tight nugs. They're, even though they're very large, they are tightly compacted, so when you put a little tiny bit of it in your grinder and you bust it up, you get a heck of a lot out of it. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, lo I love weed like that where you take like a little nug, you're like, oh man, I've only got a little bit left, and you plop that little nug in the grinder and you bust it up and it's enough for three joints. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Um, as for the smell, though, it's a oh, it's nice. It's a very got a strong citrus forward smell. Um, grapefruit is the main one, um, with almost a minty aspect to it, like nice kind of minty undertone. Um, and uh, this little bit of a musk, like you know, like almost like a diesel type musk, um, with like hits of pine that stick around after the smells have gone away. So you know, once the smells have all taken off at the end of the party, it's kind of like, hey man, can I crash on your couch and just sticks around in your nostrils? so that you can smell it. Um, and I like it, man. It smells absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to try it. I'm sure that you're jumping at the bit to try yours. Of course, of course. Um, so, um, like I said before, these nugs will be available. Pictures of them will be available on our Instagram. You can check them out and see what they look like yourself. Um, they'll also be on our YouTube channel when that comes out. So uh, The you got pictures your will be available, the not, pictures. Yeah, not the, the nugs. nugs. Yeah, no, we you can't. You, if you want them, no, if you want them, you got to go find them yourself at a legal dispensary. Uh, but... Uh, um, that's all we can recommend. But, uh, so, you got your bong there, right? Of course. Yes, sir. I've got my bong here, too. I think it's a good time to try them out. For sure, bro. Lighters up. Tokeskabokes. Yes, sir. Oh. <sighs> Ooh, yeah, buddy. Oh, Ooh. man. Curtis, how's that hitting you, brother? Ooh. Hmm. So, I'm getting this nice, soft herbal taste. It's like sweet parsley almost. Like sweet parsley, freshly plucked with morning dew on it almost. Like very nice, very serene. Now, this drifts into a nice, soft, earthy, uh, earthy tone with this citrus flavor at the end of it. The hit itself isn't hard. But it feels like when I inhaled it, it almost like uppercutted the roof of my mouth with flavor <laughs> and then angled back down and shot down my throat. And then I just tasted all of it. And it was it's like a 90s candy commercial. It punches your mouth with flavor. Punch. Taste the rainbow. Taste the flavor in the punch when it punches your mouth. Exactly. So it was very nice. Very, uh, very flavorful. But uh, how did yours hit you? Mine was a magnificent, well-rounded toke, man. Um, it was soft, though. It wasn't a very, like, hard toke. I definitely didn't get any of the punching. I'm starting to think that your strain may be a little bit more violent than mine. Um, but <laughs> but it's a, it's a very soft... You talking shit, bro? Well, no, 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 no. They're all good, man. In a way, hey, every weed is beautiful in its own way. Um, but it's a, but it's a saw. It didn't punch me though, unfortunately. I, fortunately or unfortunately, I'm thinking in my case probably unfortunately because yours sounded fantastic. But it has a soft rounded hit um, with a beautiful full flavor though. Like you get this nice like taste the second it hits your tongue, um, and it's it's that grapefruit hits you um, up front with like these floral notes, almost like a flowery kind of uh, lilac or rose kind of t taste to it um and the pine almost disappears but you can kind of get it in the back of your throat um not in the way that it burns because i know some weed can be pretty high in pining and can make your, the back of your throat feel like you just took a whole menthol cigarette and burnt it halfway down but um this doesn't do that just to, you know it's there um and my favorite thing about this strain so far aside from everything else that's my favorite about it um is uh that it has no dry mouth that toke when I blew it out, my mouth was completely 100%. Chef's kiss. I didn't have to worry about taking a sip any anything right away, um, which some strains that I've tried out so far through this have done. Um, now, that's definitely my, uh, you know, our opinions are fantastic. We love them. But what are the opinions of the other stoners out there on the review sites, Curtis? What are you reading for us? Well, according to these review sites, a... According to them, uh, Master Kush appears to have this full body relaxation. Uh, it has a focused mental high with sharpened situational awareness, apparently. Nice. 
<laughs> you are going to enter the next level of awareness, Curtis. Oh. Uh, it is apparently stress-relieving, which is nice. So apparently I'm about to ascend to a higher plane of existence. Man, you but... are going to be uh, like you are going to be uh, a Buddha. Nope, nope, downfall. <laughs> no, I have cotton mouth. No. Oh, rough. Which rough. I, I can already feel it because, as you said, yours had no dry mouth with your hit. Mine almost yeah. immediately. I'm like, you know what? I need <laughs> more of this, uh, more of this Seven Up and a little water as well. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, so, what's it say about the general on there, bro? Uh, the general is a high energy, focused high, a mindful and uplifting uh, feeling. Well, both as well. be uplifted. Uh, it's great for stress relief as well. Now, hey. unlike... Now, the only difference, really, is yours has no dry mouth, according to the hey. review sites, but Ooh. you may catch a case of the munchies. Ooh, man. Well, luckily luckily for me, I live in a perpetual state of the munchies, and I'm never far from snack foods. So, Always I think I, I should... Yeah, I should be okay, right? And you'll be and okay. You got some oh, yeah. beverage nearby, and I'm sure, you know, and if you get speaking hungry... Of, uh, speaking of never far... Have you popped out a joint today? Oh, actually, hold on, man. One second. I, I was meaning... I, th I meant to do that before the cast, but just let me... Just... Oh, there you go. Got one. Okay. That... Oh, I I thought I had one. So... Sorry, guys. This is embarrassing, but... <sighs> there we go. All you right. Good? So I got my joint. Yep. Right here. All right. Sweet, man. So... What's yours rolled in this week? Mine? I'm using a raw pre-rolled cones today i figured i'd I'm stop using... making you jealous with the juicy jays oh thank you i appreciate that though you can use the juicy jays it makes me entirely happy to know that someone I'm out not... there is enjoying it i'm not gonna use but... them until i can guarantee a care package with you with some absinthe flavored juicy jays i love you bud love but you. today i'm actually the reason why i asked today is because i'm actually using zigzag organic hemp papers today Ooh. it's using something different Shanks I'm actually using the organic up. version of the uh, raw cones specifically, so we're oh, both dude. going organic today. And dude, that's lit, just like these joints are about to be. Not to mention, this is the episode of, uh, what would we consider it? Uh, Commanders? The yeah, commanding, yeah, it's the, the Commanding Kush Commanders episode. episode yeah, because yeah, I've got the general and you've got the, the master. master. You're the, it's the master, the master and commander. Master and the general. <laughs> This, this is, is Commander awesome. Kush episode, but yeah, we got Commander these joints here. We got some yeah. lighters. I think it's time to somewhere. four twenty somewhere. I think it's time to fire it up. Let's light them up. Yes, sir. Oh, man, this is magnificent. I love this weed. That taste oh, hits me like a like a bus of love. That oh, earthiness man. and the organicness. I'm, I'm feeling one with earth right now. Like I hate yeah. to sound like a hippie, but uh, yeah, deal especially with it. in the especially in the uh, in the uh, you know the uh, those uh, papers. You know the uh, nice organic papers. I feel like uh, I feel like I could pretend to be vegan for a minute. I can I can act more pretentious. I use organic yeah. rolling papers. I hear only the most organic free range organic papers um uh, but yeah man no, that's, my bong uh, was grass fred thank you <laughs> <laughs> it was made in a current it was made in a kiln that does not use electricity that was used by fracking it was actually yeah. generated by two goats and a stone wheel outside yeah yeah they were they, they let the goats on fire and then they used them as a natural fuel source Honestly, <laughs> I, honestly, I think butane from lighters is harmful to the environment. So I just light my pubes on fire <laughs> using sunlight. See, you have to, see the direction I thought you were gonna go is that you use a magnifying glass from the sunlight yeah. to light like a hemp wick. No, I light my. I do that same stuff. thing. I just light my pubes on fire. The hemp That's wick a would great direction to go. The hemp wick <laughs> still burns uh, fossil fuels that are harmful to the ozone. No, oh my god, you're you're right. What about the manufacturing process for the hemp wick? Oh my, I'm just joking. We're we're both from advocates for hemp manufacturing. We don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Burn hemp, burn butane. It's it's you're fine. Like honestly, we know that what you're doing at your house isn't the cause of the world's pollution. It's like the top companies or whatever. Everybody knows that. Also, anyway, if you are um, out there and you are that pretentious about your weed. I swear to God, you are the best 
kind of person because just, you know what's best for you. You go get him, girl. You know what yeah, you go, got going for Yeah, him. yeah. If you if you want to be like you know super snobby about how you partake on weed, or not even snobby, particular. If you want to be particular, that is awesome. You smoke the way you want to smoke as long as you're enjoying it and it's bringing peace and happiness to your life. That's fantastic. We love it. And if you're out there just burning with whoever that whoever you see, however you can, then you're probably more like me and Curtis. You know, hook us yeah. up with a joint or a bong or whatever, man. We're not just don't care. Just don't do anything <laughs> stupid because otherwise you end up getting the cops called on you. Blah blah blah. You end up on the news, and then we get to As, uh, review yeah. you because you know what time it is, Shank. Oh my God! It's the news time. It's wait, it's what time is for it? it's... weed news worldwide. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And today, we News Worldwide. Coming at you, the first story is one I picked up, hmm. and it's a little bit of a downer, because I'm that guy. So far, like, in the pod, I don't mind, oh. you know, I'm not Simon Cobb, oh, we're gonna, but I'm not. Oh, we're going to keep it on a downer, no, but you go ahead and <laughs> let us know. Okay, I'll start us on a downer. Um, so anyway, um, a lot of wildfires have been going on. Everybody knows that. world's pretty dry right now. Yeah. You know, people fart, lights fire. So I don't um, want to blame the baby boomers, but to baby boomers, <laughs> but it was some baby uh, boomers, <laughs> not okay. Boomer, not okay. Um, but, uh, so anyway, this is in Oregon. This, this news post is about Oregon and, uh, they found out recently the ones that have uh, marijuana businesses, such as like marijuana farms and hemp farms, um, and some other agricultural businesses, um, are not have recently found out they are not eligible for federal relief. Um, which a federal agency confirmed recently. Um, so basically there are these loans uh, that are small business administration disaster loans. Um, so if you've got a business like a store or some crap like that, you can, you know, and it burns down because of wildfire, you can be like, ah, help, and they'll give well, you money. And you can be Even with store. that, I mean, even with that, uh, most I'm sure most people know about this with corona going around. A lot of small businesses had to take out these loans just to be able to survive. That as well. That as well. So um, it's just, along just the same survive. thing. Not even, yeah, not even just for fires, but also for pandemics and everything else. These loans are in place just so that in general, that, federal yeah. relief. Yeah, but... federal relief, right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Curtis. Thank you. Um, so these lo these loans apparently are not eligible for marijuana businesses. So if they're a business that primarily deals with marijuana, um, they cannot um, apply for the loan, the Small Business Administration disaster loan to repair their business. Um, but it's a really weird situation. Like what I find to be the most absurd kind of thing about the situation is that um, they say that if you are in that industry, if you work in the marijuana or hemp market and your primary residence gets destroyed by the fires, then you can apply for it, right? You're allowed to. Right. But, but if you were running the marijuana business, like from your home, like your home was your main place of business, which I know you'd probably know a lot about yeah. farmers as much as I do that, that farmers typically live on their farm. Of course. So basically Easiest. they're saying that farmers who traditionally are like they're backbreaking laborers, they work harder than damn near anybody. You know, they provide a lot of like this marijuana that goes to a lot of different people. I think what they're saying is that, um, twenty percent of marijuana businesses in the state have been encouraged to evacuate, so that's like a big chunk, right? And they have, I think, they were saying uh, that in in the state in Oregon, um, they have right now it just broke its record for cannabis sales at one hundred and six million dollars in medical and recreational cannabis purchases, which means that the farmers growing there sold. 106 million dollars worth of medical and can and recreational cannabis and that 20 percent of those farmers have been advised to evacuate and if their farms burn down they aren't covered by this loan so they'll luckily hopefully right. they'll have insurance and the insurance will be willing to cover it which even then is probably sketchy because i know even some insurance companies have been giving marijuana come you know, marijuana businesses a hard right. time about insurance um, but like, you know, the, the federal government, because obviously 
marijuana is still illegal on a federal level. Right. Is like they still can't like, give them nah, these federal yeah, not, yeah. It's like, nah, fam, we can't give you a federal grant. Like, if you work in hemp or if you work in cannabis, right. we cannot give it to you. Which, um, which is yeah. also, you know, one of those things that's weird because they won't do it for, because uh, I looked into that a little bit more once you told me the story, and it yeah. appears like they're not doing it for the privatized or uh in you know state run or state industrialized uh cannabis things they're only worried about any ones that have any form of ties with federal government or USDA agricultural you know FDA for any of that stuff cuz they are testing as we've talked about before uh hemp different and crops different you know the different applications of that and as well as medical THC yep which CBD has been beef. taking place CBD beef uh. And of course, this has been taking place in Oregon as well for a while now. Yep. So it's 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 but, and it, that's exactly it is. It's, on top it's, of that, really, yeah, these, it shows it shows yeah the with these the organizations when they do that kind of thing. But when these kinds of farms are you know burning down or whatever, they're still getting their federal relief because they are still you know government subsidized properties or whatever. They but, are technically uh, government on, studies, and but because for, on a yeah. federal level it is still illegal, you still can't have your private companies and still have them get their federal relief. So exactly, which is unfortunate. Exactly. So hopefully the federal government gives money to the state and the state and, can choose to disperse that how yep. they need to and give that as state relief, at least to these businesses. Yep. Cause they are or still, they're still they're lucky, gen- maybe, maybe the state banks will step in too. Like yeah. if they're lucky, maybe the, state at the banks same will time step in and, and put in, you know, because like everyone knows marijuana is a huge financial uh, revenue for Oregon. In fact, any state or area where it's legal. Yeah. It's, it's a boom always, business. It's yeah, always a boom, a boom business. business. Always. Yeah, um, absolutely. So that's, so basically that's uh that's for the most part, the whole gist of that story is that at the moment, um, these businesses are currently facing a lot of hardships and hopefully I know a lot of damage has already been done. Um, but luckily for everybody involved, uh, there haven't been that many injuries. Um, and also luckily, um, the property, the cannabis plants, um, they can be regrown. The beautiful thing about marijuana is it's grown to burn. Uh, it's burning a bit sooner than it should. Curtis, we might need to make a trip down there. I'm going to have to fly oh, yeah. to the States so that me and you can go to Oregon and just kind of stand in the middle of the field and just... And, uh, we can be you know, uh, like backup ventilators style. for firefighters. We'll just yeah, breathe the smoke We'll just run ahead can. of them. Yeah, we'll run ahead of them so that they can just come through and there will be no smoke in the area where they ran through. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so... Like, I can I mean, imagine yeah, us like... just running into the middle of these pot fields <laughs> just like... A huge oh, vortex of fucking smoke and the fire tornado just appears. goes towards the center. Everything Two disappears. Just... <laughs> Everything completely disappears. Like, what happened? And then a mushroom cloud just appears out of the center. Did a bomb just come off? And then you hear from the distance, no! <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then another week. Something like that. <laughs> oh man, I can see that. That'd be friggin' hilarious, dude. Oh, oh bro. Awesome. So, so what do you got? You, you give me a second story. You have anything uplifting, or is this keeping us on the down note? Well, let's keep it on the down note. Uh, in fact, let's down. keep it on the absolute worst note possible. Because oh, uh, um, even though it is unfortunate and is sad that businesses get lost, there is one thing that hypothetically could be considered sadder than that and that would yeah. be the loss of life now i don't even think hypothetically i think i'm pretty sure in pretty much every situation well yeah, i don't know i'm not gonna let's morally just, weigh in on this one let's just say that losing lives is bad in, t- in general but go just, ahead losing it loss in general is bad yeah, loss but... of life is bad in general but go ahead <laughs> now, and loss in general yeah it's bad unfortunately seven people have been murdered at a California illicit marijuana operation. Oh, shit. So, like, seven people? Seven people. Allow me to read into the story, which comes to us from hightimes.com. Is this, like, some John Wick shit, man? Like... I don't believe so, but... Oh. Uh, seven people were fatally shot on, uh, Monday, which, this is Monday... September 9th, 2020. So, a couple yeah, weeks ago, but month. yeah. Yeah. Still. Yeah, so beginning of the month. So, 
Deputies responded to the home early Monday morning after dispatchers received a call to 911 and took reports of shots fired and an assault with a deadly weapon occurring at the property. This was in uh, Aguaga, or wait, Aguanga, an unincorporated area northeast of San Diego. Now, this is being labeled as a major organized crime type operation. In well, terms I'd of say, yeah, grow I was going to say seven, actual... well, seven people, seven people growing somewhere out in the boonies. Like, you know, that that's definitely got to be some kind of gang oh, or organized crime. Like, that's not like that's not just a bunch of friends who decided to build a place. Oh, out I'll, the... I'll get to the uh, the operation in a little bit. But yeah. Um, when, after arriving at the scene, deputies discover a woman with gunshot wounds. The unidentified woman was taken by ambulance to the hospital where she died of her injuries. While searching the property, sheriff's deputies discovered six more gunshot victims who had all died at the scene. At Tuesday's press conference, Bianco said that the investigation had the mass killing, uh, by the way, Bianco being, uh, Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco. Yeah, yeah, um, this is so the, uh, the sheriff just, of the yeah. Riverside. So Bianco said that the investigation into the mass killing would likely lead to multiple other states or perhaps abroad. So this may be multi or interstate, international. Well, yeah, like sure what? Like, so what? What, what scale what, were they saying? Like what kind of well, scale operation were they talking? Well, before that, uh, the reason why it's possible that it might be multinational is because all of the victims. And all the on-site potential witnesses were all Loatians. Now, mind you, the Loatians is a specific ethnic group that is consistent of people both of the country of Laos and the country of Thailand in Southeast Asia. So, small ethnic group. But all of these people who were witnesses and victims were all this specific ethnic group in uh, Southern California. Now, I don't know how this is related, but just figured I'd say it because it was said. Yeah, now, like well, that, yeah, it's, uh, that's uh, so. It's, uh... As for the compound itself, uh, the deputies searching the property, which had more than twenty people living on it. So, of those twenty, oh, uh, so, so seven, not a little house. Not a little house. This was a large compound. Discovered several hundred live cannabis plants and more than 1,000 pounds of already processed marijuana ready, oh. bagged, tagged, and ready to go. So a decent, huge, pretty big-scale operation, then. This site also had several separate spaces for cultivating marijuana, areas for processing the harvest, and a cannabis oil extraction facility. Oh, so they were making oil, too. Yeah, a whole lab. Authorities estimated the street value of the seized marijuana at up to $5 million. Oh, my God. Quick question, though. I, and, Go and ahead. It's not to, not to sound insensitive or anything, but a quick question about the article. Yes. Did they take their lawn tractor? Uh, surprisingly, it does not say anything about uh, lawn tractors or See? guns. Dude, they left their lawn tractor alone. It doesn't even say that there was any, like, guns or, you know, high security or anything like that. Fuck, man. I hope they catch that. Like, I mean, granted, growing the weed illegally and stuff like that for organized crime, that's probably, that's bad. Like, that's that's the Absolutely. bad thing to do. Not a smack on the hand. Like, not good to do. Yeah. But, like, these people, like, it that, seems like they, it's a. Know, group... I hope they catch the people who did this. Like, it I seems like it was can... just like a group of people who had finally gotten away, gotten to America, and just wanted to go somewhere to start a business yeah. that they could. Or, or they could have potentially been forced into the situation, even where they were up there growing weed, you know? Because, I mean, I'm sure most people probably sort of... wouldn't choose to live, you know, like the American dream, living up in the middle of nowhere, working on a weed farm, you know? I still sounds though to be perfect. fair I, I could see that that'd be a nice life for me actually I, I didn't actually nix that because I'm sure there's a lot of our audience who would love to live up in the middle of nowhere in a nice warm part of America and just have a weed firm so forget what I just said there you know what um, but all no, right like, we need something higher uplifting okay stuff like that I got speaking of which how you doing Shank how oh. you feeling I am feeling magnificent, man. I feel really good. Uh, this weed is treating me very, very well. The general is honestly, generally a good weed. Um, the name does not do its service, even though the general, like I said, it reminds me of the band Dispatch. 
the song The General. You should listen to it. Of course. Um, it's a great tune. Um, but yeah. Free advertisement for this band. No, but nice. this, uh, this, the, the joint is very good. It's delicious. Um, it's a really good one. I'm loving the balance of it. How about you? How's your uh, treating you? Doing good. Doing good. I'm chilling, relaxing, acting all cool. And my mind is staying straight, so I'm not drooling. Um, I didn't. I'm picking know, up what you're putting down. Bro. <laughs> didn't use any uh, copyright there, so nobody sue me. Um. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No sues. But uh, do you have a? How's your first joint? Uh, oh, I'm still. I, I'm. Still I'm I've got another one right here. I actually. Here. I actually burned that one pretty well down. Um. I think. I have. I don't know if our audience. Anybody out in the audience has one. You got one out there, bro. This is your. Pipe. Another time, if you got a bowl, a pipe, vape, don't matter. Take some weed. Yeah. Burn it on a knife. I don't care. Yeah. Let's Get let's that. pick this up a little bit. Get that THC inside of you. Letters yeah, out, bro. Yeah. Smoke them up. Letters out. Smoke them up. Let's pick this up a little bit. Oh, man. Let that Jamaican music flow through your mind. Smoke yeah. the ganja. Feel good. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So, Which, now, brother, We need something uplifting. Good so. news story. I have good a good shit. news story. There we I go. have a, a good one, I have, and it makes me happy. So, there... The FDA. Normally, they're like people are all like, "Oh, the FDA. What are they getting up to? Are they in their volcano lair making up weird shit?" Um, but aside from choosing how many insect leg parts are okay to put in a Mars bar, they also have decided that they are going to make it easier to approve CBD-based medicines. Really? That's right, man. Uh, it's great. Um, because they realize they've done a lot of extensive testing, and we're talking the most thorough kind of testing that you can, like, throw all of the capitalist money at. Um, and they've found that CBD doesn't have uh, – you can't overdose. Like, you literally can't. You can of take course. all of it that you want, and eventually you'll just kind of fall asleep. <laughs> but, but you're not going to die. Like, I mean, the like, only way you could overdose on it is eat more pills than your stomach could handle, and you would oh, die absolutely. from – ruptured stomach your, yeah. your stomach would rupture and you would die from a ruptured stomach but it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be that or drop a giant crate full of it on top of your head that's how cbd could kill you if you have a yeah. giant barrel full of cbd and drop it on your head it'll kill you but so they realized that and so they were like okay we're gonna make it a lot easier as long as people stick within a certain set guideline that they're putting in place um, and that guideline is very, like, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty loose, but at the same time, it's tight enough to control the ability to, uh, you know, mess with it. So we're not going to be seeing stuff coming on the market that's going to be like CBD taurine Red Bull. Like, it's not going to be <laughs> anytime soon, unfortunately. That'd be excellent. I know, it's unfortunately. Um, but uh, so basically they realize that they still have to use appropriate analytical methods and stuff like that to make sure that it's going to be safe to use it and that it's going to be safe, that it's going to be coming from the correct cultivars and the correct species of weed. Right. Um, so like basically they say only st only sativa um, can be used, and uh, which is interesting. Um, right. I and, think uh, it's because uh, sativa has a higher pain tolerance itself, which is what these are mainly being done for. Correct. And awakeners, as Correct. opposed to being downers, it's supposed exactly to be exactly that. Exactly that. So, um, so the uh, sativas um, are being used, and what they're essentially doing is they're uh, making it so that you need to have very specific, uh, like, uh, very, if you meet these specific indicators that they've chosen, then you will get to skip past the end stage testing, which is one of the longer stages of testing because it, it takes like I think three years. So even once you get past, like, all of your initial testing before it even goes for this final stage of testing, like, that doesn't count for anything. Once it gets to the final stage, that stage takes three years, and this makes it so that you can skip that, basically. Nice. Um, so it's I mean, going to be... Uh, what yeah. are these, uh, does it say what these uh, uh, restrictions are that they have to abide by? Um, it does indeed. Uh, it says that they need to follow appropriate analytical, uh, and, and they need to put, first and foremost, they need to follow uh, proper analytical methods, um, such as macroscopic and microscopic analysis, and they need to look at it and make sure that it's being made from the proper, uh, yeah. the proper plant. Um, but uh, they basically have said that it needs to be derived from cannabis sativa L, 
um, contain no more than 0.1% THC and have no inactive ingredient other or other change in formulation from the reference drug uh, that they've listed. Uh, it doesn't say here, but um, from the reference drug uh, that may system may significantly significantly affect systemic availability. So basically, what yeah, they're saying the FDA. Is, st- FDA standard as of right now for what they yeah. do for their marijuana, which is their yeah. specific breed of growing it up. Exactly. So they're saying don't add anything extra to it. Is if you don't if you don't go ahead and take this strain of cannabis, um, and you don't add anything to it, such as like caffeine or any other supplement. If you make it a else, if you make it a straight cannabis fill or CBD, CBD filled pill with less than point zero one THC. And yep. you want to put that on market, and you're, it's clear and you're using a go. medium, and you're and you're using an already approved medium. So if you're using a medium that the FDA has already fully approved, like tablet um, then, or capsule, then you're good. Exactly, then you're good. You're 100 percent fine. Then um, to do so. However, and that's cool. However, let's say you want to make a capsule that had like 80 percent CBD or 80 milligrams of CBD in it, and then it had 20 milligrams of let's say vitamin D. Or something like yeah. that, like some kind of vitamin or something in that, or a mineral just that's, to help you in the morning. That's exactly the funniest thing about it, is that it would be harder to get that approved than just a straight CBD pill. And uh, in fact, it's really funny, because if you went with a CBD pill, just a CBD pill, and wanted to get that approved and said, hey, I want to put this through for approval, and you took at the exact same time a vitamin C pill, like a vitamin C supplement. Just that you a, can straight buy, like a straight C, vitamin C, nothing with pill, it in it. Nothing else in it. Uh, maybe some iron or whatever, just for the right. sake of, but you know, like, but like, you know, some, like some iron or like just a, a vitamin pill and you put them both to the FDA at the same time, the CBD one would be approved way faster than the vitamin with these new regulations, at least. That's incredible. And that's yeah. kind of funny, but I know it's amazing. I absolutely love it. It's fantastic. Um, it's so it's pretty strange. And that's what, that's why I just, I wanted to read that one because I think it's really great to get more CBD products out there in the market because I personally feel yeah, CBD helps with a lot of things. You know, it can help people with, you know, managing symptoms of uh, different things like diabetes and epilepsy and Parkinson's through doctor, uh, you know, doctor-approved use and everything else. Make sure that you're talking to your physician and doing what they tell you to. But at the same time, I have chronic pain, and I know CBD helps me with that. Um, that and the copious amounts of weed I smoke in general. But it's well, uh, like you know. While we're talking about CBD, uh, I was actually reading a story earlier that actually goes into this involving new CBD lines in terms of new, uh, you know, uh, waves of actually even more, (laughs) even more uh, respected and honored in the marijuana community. Oh, Lord. Who, Who are we talking, buddy? Martha Stewart is launching a highly anticipated CBD line. <laughs> yeah, boy. That's oh, man, it. looks like your time. The queen of like... home decor and sometimes notorious felon and the friend of the legendary Snoop Dogg. I was going to say, it looks like hanging out with Snoop. Yeah, it looks like Snoop Dogg rubbed off on her, man. Finally. Yep. So she's not, getting into not it. Not in the way that most people thought behind the scenes, but, you know, that's hilarious, dude. So her product line uh, launched, la- uh, let's see, according to them, last thursday this was september 23rd so which is the day we're recording this so yeah last thursday uh her product line offers gummies gels and oils and this will be under the umbrella of canopy growth wait that's canadian isn't it yep that is a company that is based in canada you will be able to easily buy these home doggy okay so what we're gonna look at is one of two things because first and foremost, I hope that they export these to to the states so that you can Absolutely. get your hands on some of these. Now, if that is not the case, this is by the way, police. If you're listening to this, this is a hypothetical. This is a hypothetical thing. It will never actually happen. But I could either ship it to you, which I don't know the legality of that, so we can look it up online, or I will attach it to the bottom of a drone and carefully fly it from here all the way to where you are now and like drop it off i'm good dude if that if they only sell it in fucking canada then i'll just grab some when you come up here i well it just depends on if canada opens (laughs) the borders 
no, Rona. We, we, they kind of don't want America there right now. No, it sucks. Anyway. I wish you know what's you know what sucks is like it's like I know for a fact that like it's not all Americans that are going to be sketchy. So we should like I mean I don't I don't no, here's, necessarily like here's care the about thing, the border though. and everything. These are going to be a little bit more on the <laughs> higher price range because obviously Martha Stewart's oh, well, fucking name mm-hmm. is on it. Of course. But they're sitting in the cheap shit. They're sitting in the thirty to forty dollar price range. She's still got to pay off her jail fees, I think. But hey, her shows with Snoop Dogg are helping out with that. Oh but man, that's anyway, so good. But go ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stewart's line is featuring gummies that look like French fruit candies, also known that known as oh, pâté oh. de fruits. Pâté de fruits. Pâté de fruits. If I'm pâté saying that fruit? correctly, yeah. We're not saying it correctly at all. Neither cool. of us are. But that's fine. If you're Sweet. out there and you're French, comment down below how you would say that. And it's funny because we're just going to type it out in the comments and it's going to be words typed on it. And It's just we'll going to be P-A with an accent over it, T-E-D-A, and then the word fruits. Pate de fruit. Anyway, and she claims that the fruity inspiration behind the gummies was based on her two favorite spots, her garden and her kitchen. Uh, and they featured natural flavors including lemon, kumquat, blood orange, and huckleberry. I love the word oh, kumquat. I love the word Kumquat's huckleberry. Like, huckleberry and kumquat. is great. Kumquat's like one of the most fun words in the fucking world to say, though. It's like pangolin. It's one of those words that's just like, it's it, you never get tired of saying it, but if you say it for a minute straight and nothing else, it stops sounding like a word. That's, <laughs> it's true with every word. I know. One of my favorite ones recently, because I've been looking at small electronics videos online, is Arduino. Arduino. Yeah, Arduino is a great one, too. Oh, my God. Arduino. It just comes off the mouth weird. It's just so great. I love it. So so Martha Stewart making some yum-yum gum-gums. And actually, as I recall, she's also making, like, CBD drops and shit, too. Like, she's making some oils. Yeah, yeah. Some poppy drops. Dude, you could put that in. Oh, it's going to be so great. Poppy drops. High-flying shit and stits and stuff. I swear oh, to God, no, you're going to take her stuff and then you're just going to be like, God damn it, I need to destroy my living room and rebuild it. I See, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm, I'm going, going to, to shop I'm going to take some of those gummies. Looking at this. Yep, they're available take, for sale I can right buy now. Those. Straight up, I'm going, next time I pop in the LC, I'm going to see if they're in there. I got some soft um, gels, and so oil drops. When I go in there, I'm going to be like, the Martha Stewart shit. And they're going to be like, what? I'm going to be like, the fucking... Martha Stewart shit. Come on, hook me up. And they'll be like, okay. And they'll hook me up. And then I'll bring them back here. And I know that I said that I would wait for a while before I reviewed any kind of edibles on the, on the show. I would review those Martha Stewart things on the show because they're only CBD. They're not going to get me high. So I'll still review a weed strain on the show. But as an added bonus, yeah, as an added bonus, I'll get my hands on some of those and I'll review those. And if Curtis can get his hands on some kind of CBD candy that's not at all, uh, I'll you go know, to uh, Well, here, let me look up uh let me look up some more celebrity induced uh, CBDs. See if there's anybody yeah. else who has their What picking. else you got? Oh boy. Okay, so there's actually quite a few uh celebrities who have already gotten into the CBD business, including Martha Stewart. Oh yeah, well, you know, Martha's well, uh, Martha's a trendsetter. Oh no, some of these have been around since before. Oh really? Yeah. Like, for example, obviously, we got Willie Nelson here, one of the of greatest singer-songwriters of all time. Like, I'm not a huge fan of country music, but he's got it. I just can't wait to move to CBD again. Um, But yeah, <laughs> uh, he actually has his own uh, line called Willie's Remedy. Uh, I've Nelson's... heard about that before. Yep, and his brands sell things like CBD coffee, teas, tinctures, and balms. It's yep, another because one of those the fun old man, ones. yeah, the old, tinctures, yeah, tincture. Well, the old fella, I remember in an interview when he was hanging out there, I was watching a video about him talking about his guitar trigger, um, of and uh, and he was talking about his guitar, and somebody asked him if he still smokes weed, if he can still keep up with Snoop Dogg anymore, and he said actually that he doesn't smoke weed anymore, which you know, I mean, it's it's sad. I was always hoping at some point in my life I'd be able to smoke a joint with Willie Nelson, but that's okay. It's good for it's for his health. Um, now he's doing edibles. Um, so he, he does pretty much exclusively edibles, so it's cool that he got into the business of doing edibles, because, uh, you know, if he's doing them himself, he's getting high yeah. on his own supply. On top of that, <laughs> oh yeah, well, on top of that, we also have, uh, obviously some sports, uh, superstars, you know, uh, former NFL, uh, yeah, 
former NFL player uh, Ricky Williams and former uh, NBA uh, former NBA player turned analyst uh, Paul Pierce both have their own CBD lines individually. Anyways. And on top of that, even Rob Gronkowski has his own line that he started. The Gronk? The Gronk. Nice. Uh, That's freaking sweet, dude. So yeah. Oh, he's... Well, he planned to launch them in his, in the uh, spring of 2020, but I don't know if he actually got to that with, you know, Rona. With Rona. So you know what, buds? Uh, if you tune into the next episode, we'll give you an update on that. We'll look up some information and find out whatever became of that, whether so... he launched that product somewhere or dude. whether he did. Dude. Dude. Okay. Um. So. <coughs> you okay, Curtis? <coughs> so, uh, <coughs> Bella Thorne has her own line of CBD as well. <coughs> Is she a Twitch streamer? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, what? Well, yeah. So anyway, yeah. She. Had, so she has. Okay. Bella Thorne has her own CBD. What's hers called? Uh, her CBD line is called Forbidden Flower. <laughs> a little on the nose, isn't it? A little bit. Um, <laughs> she teamed up with Glasshouse Group in order to uh, create this CBD line of products. Um, nice. Uh, in, is that down in the States? Down in the States, I believe. Uh, oh, you might be able to get oh, your hands on some of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi? Whoopi Goldberg. <sighs> okay, hold she on. Teamed... Before you go on with what she did, before you go on with what she did, my favorite Whoopi thing that she ever did was on t- she was on uh she was at like a a political rally or something right and so it was about time when george bush was going to get voted trying to get voted in i think it was Kerry or something and she was there and she said that she thinks that you know people are saying bush but they're using bush wrong and that and then she pointed at her you know pubic region and said you know i think bush only belongs in one place and it's not in the white house and I, and and people were angry at her they were so mad man they were so mad but honestly i think that's hilarious i love Whoopi. she's great on star trek but yeah she partnered with um let's see maya elizabeth the founder of om edibles and they launched a brand called Whoopi and maya which they boast products such as soaks rubs and tinctures tinctures. Uh, there's that word again tincture exactly mostly available in colorado but still very nice um, at, but by far my favorite here, Mike Tyson has created his own line of CBD. Oh my God! No friggin' Hold Mike the... Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Okay, so here I'll read this. Like, All right, so. yeah, read it out to me. Read it out to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I kind of want it. No, I can't do the accent because otherwise it won't be as no. funny. Listen. No. So, uh, in recent years, Mike Tyson has created his own cannabis line called Tyson Ranch. Now, with this cannabis line, he has also included, started to include a line of CBD-enhanced beverages. Each drink contains 10 milligrams of CBD per bottle. Now, these... You want to know what these beverages are called? Oh, yeah, what are, yeah, what are they called? It's a, well, it's a CBD beverage, so I'm expecting something clever. Dwink. <laughs> Mike Tyson has a beverage <laughs> yes! called Dwink. Dude, I gotta get my hands on this. D W I I N K. Dwink. Hello, my name is Mike Tyson, and I'm serving Dwink up in here. What do you want to buy? You know it. It's Dwink. You're gonna yeah, love I it. I see him on a commercial and him just staring at the camera. He's like, "I'm gonna kiss the top of this bottle, and I'm gonna Dwink." You want to drink? Then he takes a big drink, and the camera goes beside him and goes to like a profile shot, and it shows, just shows him tilting, tilting the bottle up, and it says "Dwink" on the side, but it's upside down, and nobody wants to correct him, so they just leave it in. Like, and when he sees the take, he's like, "That take is perfect. We leave that take in." Yeah, and, and then, then it's like, "Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Mike." Okay. <laughs> at the end of the commercial, Dwink, do you want one? I know you want one. Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, that that would be magnificent. Like, and I gotta get my hands on some of this. I gotta see oh, how yeah. Dwink tastes. I would love some Dwink. Man, Uh-oh. we can both Dwink some. Exactly. Oh but... my God, we'll Dwink some with our CBD beef. 
We'll sit down. We'll sit down. We'll play some Call of Duty. We'll have some CBD beef with some twinks. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. See, that's the thing is, if I get some of those, I can tell people that I don't drink anymore because you know I've mentioned before in the podcast. You don't drink anymore. I don't. I don't drink alcohol any longer. Not like personal choice. If you want to go nuts, just don't go crazy. Um, but, um, but then I can tell people, no, I don't drink anymore, but I drink. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. But, um, I, don't want... I know Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I think we, how are we doing for time there, Curtis? Uh, we're getting a little close to time, but I think we do got time to smoke one more bowl with you gentlemen and yes, ladies so. and fellas and non-binaries and binaries and horse people yeah. and aliens all of and... you individual sentient creatures out there listening to this podcast and non-sentient if you're robots or if you're sentient you just whatever just anything that happens to hear this podcast i fucked up and i didn't want i fucked up and i want to be over inclusive so everybody fuck you <laughs> Yeah, you know now, what I see, now he has to counteract. He has to counteract it by being negative. I'll see what you did. All right. Said, anyway, I was trying to um, be nice to everybody, but fuck all of you. All right, let's smoke some weeds. <laughs> all right. So yeah, rolling, rolling for the road, boys. Lighters up. Lighters up. Oh, it's still uppercutting me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is beautiful, man. Um, <sighs> love it. That hairy ass Love dog. it. All right. So, yeah, it looks like we, we pretty much are out of time for today. So Exactly, uh, bros. So, roll one for the road, bros. Good luck to you. We'll see you next week. Be sure to check us out on the Facebook, the Instagrams, the, the, the Twitters, the, all the other platforms. You know what to do. Yeah, and don't forget to uh, comment, subscribe, like, and uh, yell about this to the nearest religious organization to your house. Uh, Later, buds. They'll (laughs) they'll combine and create a a chorus and come to you on Christmas. Alright, we're not going to start singing Christmas songs. It's not early enough. It's not late enough yet. Wait till Halloween. Okay. We're gonna have to put out a special. I hope Halloween fall. Does Halloween fall on a Monday? I don't. I don't know. Fuck it. It's 2020. Who cares? Anymore? Why are we doing an Irish goodbye? Why right, are we later, still buds. Here? Later. <laughs> later. Bye.